you're here to do and go and do that. You're gonna be dead, aren't you? And you know that I know that you know it's the truth. Come on, get up. Do you, please? Thank you. Hello, humanity. Good morning. Good afternoon, wherever you are. Um, yeah, hello. My name is Ruben Christian, um, and this is the Do You podcast or audio interview thing. It's a, it's a new concept that I'm toying with that I'm quite excited about actually. When I just sit down with human beings that have found and are following their calling. They've worked out what they need to do with their life and they are following that and they, were, and they are making that happen because I find that inspirational and I think everyone, in order to be happy, properly fulfilled, we need to work out why we're on earth and what we need to contribute and do that or we're just gonna go around like zombies and just start to become upset and then that upset turns into negativity and then we give it out to someone else and everyone becomes angry and starts slapping each other's faces for no reason on the street. Imagine that, you walk outside and get slapped. It's some bullshit, man. Um, I'm based here in fairgroundlondon.com, which is basically my spiritual home. They've given me the opportunity to record my audio here and do some bits and bobs of individualism as well. Um, so I'm a big fan of the people that run this place. And that's not even a plug, that's just pure love, man. Fairgroundlondon.com, check that out. Shit's gonna be popping off. Um, today, my first interview, this is my first ever podcast, right? Today, my interview is with um, an alt-pop singer. He's a singer, a songwriter, a producer, and just an all-round ball of superb energy. He, he goes by the name of Shaka. He's I Am Shaka online. I Am Shaka on Twitter, I think it is. Um, but yeah, man, he's, he's become a close friend of mine. I met him when I first was shooting Sins of Style for Individualism, which is a comedy sketch um, showing what men shouldn't be wearing. Um, and he was with my close friend, Nikki. Um, who I've worked with in the past, um, and she's his management. She's like, Ruben, uh, you're doing this UK Talk To Me thing, which was my comedy series at the time on YouTube. Shaka's quite fun. You should get him involved. It might help with his promotion. I was like, who the hell is he? Um, and then this energy hit me while I was filming. It was Shaka who was next to her. He's like, imagine if you got a thousand pro pluses, mixed them in coffee, and sprayed it with a can of vaporized Red Bull and turned that into a human, that's Shaka. That's the energy this guy was rolling with. I'm like, hmm, a little bit odd, possibly on crack. I thought Nikki was a parole officer when she was rolling with him. I thought, she's now gone from law and is looking after mad people. Anyway, I'll never judge you, Nikki, I love you. Um, deeply as a friend, because I know you're taken deeply as a friend. Uh, so I'm going to give him a try. So anyway, me and Shaka went out on the street and we connected and we shot a UK Talk To Me episode, which is you can find on my YouTube, um, floating around. It was mad fun. And I got to know Shaka and I got to know his music. And not only do I like his musical genius in terms of production, singing and songwriting, but what he says means a lot to me because he's been through a lot as an artist trying to find himself and he puts out his truth totally. And yeah, man, it... it um, resonates with me I've, I've had the uh, opportunity of hosting one of his shows as well it's amazing um, and he's just an all-round I just do you know what Shaka's Shaka if, if he could be my brother he'd be my only black brother he'd be my only one I wouldn't even want more so this is how my interview went with Shaka to find out to listen to more of my interviews it's soundcloud.com forward slash Ruben dash Christian Ruben spelled R-E-U-B-E-N Christian spelled like the religion um, and that's rubenchristian.com on the website to check out more of my stuff um yeah, let's get in, uh, get onto the interview, man. Feel free to share this as well, by the way. We're just doing this for the love, baby. The love, the love. Oh my God, the love. Find out what you're here to do and go and do that. Because before you know it, you're gonna be dead. Now. Oh, so now it's rolling. Now it's rolling. That's nice. I need to get one of these cards. It's so much better than mine. It's, do you know what? It's not even the card. Is it? I don't think it's the card. Maybe I'm just cursed with bad luck. <laughs> you think I'm cursed with bad luck, bro? If I thought you were cursed with bad luck, even if I did think you were cursed with bad luck, yeah. I'd still be sitting next to you right now. So I, I know. Think it's a... God, does that mean you're fearless? Like you're not scared of anything? Or is just that you have respect for me and my family name? Um, that first. The latter first and the second. respect. I don't think it's fearlessness. I think it's an awareness of your own mortality. Do you, oh, you think mean? I'm immortal? No, your own mortality. Oh, my mortality. Each of our own mortalities. Like, you don't know how much time you got left. And so, yeah. for you to say, yeah, I don't want to do this opportunity because, yeah. because of X, Y, Z. You're not blessed with the luxury of unlimited time for you to say, 
I won't do it now. I'll do it later. Do you know what I mean? This is true. So there's always an urgency. There's always an urgency for everything. And you share that. Mindset. I share that. Because I, I kind of live by that. And I wake up screaming in panic. <laughs> Every day I'm like, you know what? I've got stuff to do. I should be do. doing something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If I'm urinating, if I'm frying an egg, I'm in essence wasting time. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I've, yeah. Had this, I've had this discussion with someone else where I said, I think sleep. If we add up the amount of time as human beings we no, no, sleep no, no, no. and when we're in that's transit necessary, that's necessary the sleep is definitely necessary what if someone found a way that you don't need to sleep but nope. you are replenished every morning without the necessity of sleep and rest and rest but I'd, you I'd, still feel the same so I'd be scared of it and the only reason why is because that person who has discovered that that wonderful ability to be able to utilise every hour of time did not create my body and therefore he has no idea of the side effects of my body or the generations of my children to come so I'd rather not risk it and just ah. live as nature intended okay I don't know what I would do you wouldn't know what you'd do I don't know yet that's a big deal you know yeah like, you, you know why it's a bit I've learnt that um, I, I've learnt <laughs> <laughs> you're breaking that croissant man right. I ate mine before the interview and it looks so good I, I might, might get just, some jam just to I might just eat these crumbs yeah um, that I am I'm open to everything and close when you to say nothing. crumbs do you mean flakes what? Isn't it the same thing? Mm-mm. Crumbs and flakes. You're giving, oh, those, crumbs, crumbs, you're giving those flakes too much um, credit for what they actually are. Which are flakes? So you think? So you think crumbs is higher in the respect table than flakes? In terms of the food chain, is these are these are these the etern- internal thoughts that pro- <laughs> go go through your head every day? Not really. I think these are like. Yeah, they are the internal thoughts. They are, aren't they? There's a lot of internal dialogue with you in general. All of them. But that's just you. That's that's people in general. Not every... I mean, yeah, I mean, we are always kind of overthinking. Mm. But do you find yourself questioning yourself a lot of the time? All the time. What kind of things? Is this bass drum loud enough? Is the snare drum loud enough? Are these chords... Do these chords make someone go to Narnia? Like, is yeah. the song escapist enough? Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. You want to keep sending men to Narnia with your music? Yes, ah. I do. I just want to put people in a different world because I feel like if you do that, then you've done your job with your art in general. Do you know what I mean? And so I always ask myself that question, like, is, does, is, is this actually novel? Is this new? Is this, is this, is this something that um, I know that people will be able to remember me for, for a while. Not even just remembering me, but just like, with this, with these three and a half minutes that people invest their time into, with this particular song that I've made, um, am I making it worth their while? Yeah. Am I making them smile? Am I moving them? Am I, am I taking somewhere they ain't never been? Yeah. And even if they have been there before, yeah. is this feeling of nostalgia, that is this, is this place that they've been to before dope? You know? Mm. Like, is it, is it cool? Is what I'm doing making people think, yeah, man. I like this. I get that. Because in essence, I guess, when someone's listening to your song or ever, anyone's song, mm. that artist owns the listener's life for that moment. For that moment, it's they true. They own that moment of their life. It's true. And so you, what you want to do, and correct me if you're wrong, if I'm wrong, is make as many moments of their life while listening to you a blissful experience. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Uh, but at least just, like, just to move them. It may not be blissful, it may just be some other emotion, but either way. Yeah. Do you think you can move people through this, the sonic sound of your music as opposed to the message in your lyrics? Yes. Ah, and is that something that you've learned or is that something that you believe you're blessed with? I think, um, I think it's an acquired skill. So like Will Smith said that um, uh, people on earth are granted with two um, particular aspects. One is talent and the other one is skill. And talent is something that you're... you're um, Born with, born with, yeah. or others may argue that you've been cultivated with, and skill is something that requires time and effort and patience yeah. and persistence. And um, and regarding regarding the question about um, is making um, do musicians have the, the the natural ability to make sonics that move people? I think it varies all the time. If you're if you're a singer and a songwriter and you've practiced for so long to perfect the tone of your voice. And you only know how to do that. Whereas if you're doing it with production and you're making songs and just the background music, I say just the background music, but if you're making the music and the bed that singers sing on, then yeah, you are going to end up with pieces that make people think, yo, 
this this beat is dope or this background song is dope or et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. That's why a lot of people love Subtract because like they don't know what he looks like, yeah. but they know that when they listen to Something Goes Right or when they listen to Hold On, they're not just listening to Sampa's voice. They're listening to everything, like the digital butterflies that just surround the song. Like that, they love that, you know, so. Digital butterflies? Yeah, like the, 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 the simps that kind of like, is that an industry term? No, 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 no. It's like if you, I'm only saying it because, like, if you think about, like, the the, the sonics of of, of Subtract's music is very electronic, and yeah. and I say butterflies because obviously butterflies move their wings flap very very fast, and so like it kind of just it's the only phrase I could use to kind of best describe what I hear in that piece. But yeah, it's 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 um you'll find producers who are able to do that because they spent time doing that. Yeah, you know. Do do you think that? As far I mean, I've spoken to some artists mm. hosting events for years. I've always been intrigued by the creative process. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and a lot of them say that there are certain, there are certain chords, or certain sounds, and certain melodies mm-hmm. that you use to make hits. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a formula to mm-hmm. an extent. Mm-hmm. Do you think that after a certain time in the industry an mm-hmm. artist starts to just focus on that formula as opposed to the idea of moving someone emotionally through f- a new sound I feel that varies all the time um, first off to, to, to um, identify the phrase that you're talking about being the formula like a lot of people refer to that as just like chords that a lot of people use Yeah. so they say like oh that song sounds like this song so like greatest day would be like dun, today this could be dun 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 sort of thing and like these are like common chords and bass lines that are used in a myriad of different pop songs so when people hear it they have the sense of familiarity that that kind of does half of the job of making them like the song so they don't have to spend too much time into thinking that they like it um and and then you've got the idea that once people perfect it, then they just stick with it because it it makes sense. But I don't know; it varies with different artists. If you're if you're only in it because you want to make hit records for like the rest of your life, or you want to make um, yeah number one records for the rest of your life, then yeah, you are going to keep doing it and perfecting it to make sure that yeah this is what you do and this is and there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's because you're either way you're still contributing to the art that makes people. That gives people the reason to live. You, you think know music I mean? is the reason people should live? I don't think it's the main reason that people should live, yeah. but I definitely think like, it's a damn put, good one. Do you put it above love Oy. and sexual intercourse? No, 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 no. I don't put it above love. Okay. Sexual intercourse? Yeah, same thing. Because it, it, it's, it's, these are all different aspects that like, that when you're, when you're living and when you're going through life, you just yeah. want to be a part of in general. You want as yeah. a part of you. This is so true. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, it, it, they all have their own form of importance in different contexts, that yeah. kind of stuff. But like, I feel like um, some people don't master the chords or some people think that um, they just want to, I don't know, like progress sort of thing. So you've got people like Kanye who, who will work with a myriad of different producers after the first three or four of his albums because he wants to like extend his sonic palette. Yeah. And rightly so, because that's what music is meant to do. It's meant to incite, um, what's the word? Um, curiosity yeah. Um, and so when you hear songs like Black Skinhead and when you hear songs like um, On Sight like these yeah. are these. Are, this is prog rap it's progressive rap music yeah. and so like, co- did you coin that? no 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 no, no. Okay. I found it online it exists it exists but yeah in general it is prog rap and so because like it's um, it, it varies on on the artist you know what I mean some artists will be happy with making these hit records because they are satisfied in knowing that they're, um, you know, providing good music for the people, whereas other yeah. people will just be like, you know, I want to push the boundaries yeah. a little bit and that satisfies me and other people. Yeah. We've just got into conversation here, which is beautiful. I think it's how you and I... It happens just, all the time. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's how we are in general. Yeah, but I just want to say, yeah, thanks, man, for taking out your time to sit down and let me just fire my curious questions at you and just good, be bro. involved in my first ever do you podcast or show or whatever I don't know what this is going to be or where it's going to end up but I know I just want to speak to people that are doing following their innate talents and doing their thing and, and big up man thank you appreciate it um, do you want to do like an intro to, to, to start off the like no nah, no nah, nah, but I want you some croissant I want some croissant that's half that's home. a question you could have asked me do that some croissant yeah and that actually means croissant guys that's no 
hidden agendas or anything. Yeah, these are proper crusty, crusty croissants. No, only crusty because only the crustiest. We left them for a while. <laughs> we left them oh, for a thank while. Thank you for telling me that now. After no, we left them for a while here. I'm not talking about like. Oh, I see. So yeah, tabernacle bro. in general don't leave croissants out for. Are a while. you insane? <laughs> like tabernacle, <laughs> fresh croissants, bro. I'm saying yeah. it like I own a restaurant, but I yeah, do yeah, have yeah, a part yeah. of me that's just like yeah. yo. Oh, nice. Don't diss my family croissants, bro. No, we'll talk. So tab- tabernacle, yeah. Is it? Is this your? Is this your spiritual home? Is this your like spiritual musical home? It is my second home, yeah. If if I had to call anywhere a spiritual musical home, it would be this place. Yeah. I did go to a music school. You did or you didn't? I did go to a music school, like every Saturday. Yeah. Called Centre for Young Musicians in, in South London. And um what that, age? At, at that point was my musical home because I just go there, learn music. When the lesson's finished, we just jam in front of a grand piano and just sing songs. But so like, your parents sent you to a music school, or yeah. was it something that you kind of wanted to do? When you, my parents you sent me to music school. Like when I was young, they 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 um. What age though? So I started learning piano. Well, I started learning. Um, I had I took up piano lessons at the age of like six or seven. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so did I. Not right. that early. But what, what, I, I failed you? grade one. Let's move quickly. You tell me. You about failed your, grade I one. I failed grade one. So Bruh, it's all good. You I have failed the voice of an angel, so it's all blessed. Ah, but like I. Uh, why I failed the piano. I know, but oh. you compensated with... Oh, with the beautiful voice right. that I have. Exactly. It's exactly. such a fly voice. Fly. So fly. Dope. Mm. And, um, mm. like, I uh, I did that. I stopped. Um, like, at that point, it became, like, financially difficult for them to continue doing it. So, like, all right, cool. We're not going to do that, but we are going to send you to a different school that was provided by the council. So I went to JCYM around the area, and then I went to CYM in South London. And every Saturday when I went there, I met a whole heap of people, as well as... Um, like just being there do you know what I mean just just sitting behind the piano and then just getting lost in whatever ideas came to my so head so what you would play the piano yeah 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 so, so you like, would just just mash around the keys until something come out yeah 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 it was like Chris Martin calls it going fishing so like yeah. you're sitting there and then you're hashing out whatever chords you know in your head yeah until a few chords sound dope in context. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So you play one chord and you play another chord. Now that don't sound right together. You play another chord and you play another chord and you're like, ah, oh, that sounds good. I can repeat these chords for a verse. Then you've got the bed for your verse and then it just keeps going like that. Sometimes the door was locked and so we couldn't sit by the grand piano and and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, it was it was um it was a second home. It was like a kumbaya moment for a lot of other musicians, including myself, who just wanted to sit behind the piano and come up with ideas and, and just jam, you know? So that's, so is that how you learn, is that where you learnt to create music through this whole trial and error process? Um, yeah, I mean, like I was writing, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like I was writing beforehand um, at home, like my, there was like a computer in my house with a music creation software that my brother got it for me. What was it? Um, it was Cubase. Was it, oh my god! It I was Cubase, which was a PC-based program. It was a right? it was a Windows-based um, oh, program. Wow. I think it was also available for Mac at the time. Mm. I don't remember. And um, um, they had Cubase, and and you, but you were a PC guy back then. I was a PC guy back then. So okay, yeah. we we got our computer like really young when I was young, and we had the internet back when the only thing you could do on the internet was send emails and go yeah. on Cartoon Network. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you remember Red Riding Hood and the Acorn? Nah, the I don't. Acorn. Nah, was that, a, was that a Flash website? <laughs> it was. It was something we had at primary school, and it's just like this pixelated red blob that's supposedly Red Wide Riding Hood, and you got to go around and just do all these tasks. It was an educational program. Right, it was right. my my first ever venture into computing, man. Mm. It was truly awful. It was. I've totally forgotten all the early games ventures in computer because we naturally every every classroom used to have like one that one computer in the classroom yeah, yeah, right yeah. Um, booking time you have to book <laughs> time the computer with the never ending back the never yo Bloody like hell, those screens were large like they were and I'm not talking about width obviously I'm just talking yeah. about the depth like how far back yeah. did I don't know it was, yeah. it was tough, but the but girth the girth was the girth big. of the screen was <laughs> was tantalizing and mm. um and like it was, it was. Um, it's worrying. <laughs> it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. It's, it's a shame I can't remember any of those, any of those games because mm. those games were really, really fun. Yeah, really but fun. it was back then when you started to make music on computers. It was back then, yeah. So um, there was um, like I say, my brother brought down um, a program called Cubase, and then um, he knew of a friend called um, called. Ruben, um, otherwise known incisive. as other people as Incisive. Ah, so you met him back then. I met him back then. So, so how I was, old were you when you I first was, met Ruben? When I first met Ruben, I think I was 13. My brother was yeah. My brother was 19. I love his work ethic as well. 
Just yeah, he. he this this, this is a very very important thing, like for me as as an artist, because again, it ties into the whole talent and skill. Talent can only. He said he. <laughs> it's funny because I was meant to have a session with him one time when I was like. 16 and he, <laughs> yeah. he pulled up outside my house yeah. and um, he'd be like yo I'm outside and I'm like sorry I'm just I'm just around the corner I need to grab something in the shop and that took 5, 10, 12 minutes he sent me a text back saying yo I'm gone I got work to do and I, I called him back I was like yo like I'm, I'm, I'm just here I'm around the corner he's yeah. like bruv I don't know where you're on but like you can't be late for sessions yeah Ruben Christian, I was 12 minutes late for the session. Bro, that's late, you know? It's late. If an ambulance come 12 minutes late, someone would have Someone would die. Like, yeah, you, you risk life, dead. you risk death. And this, and this is the thing that you were talking about. Like, talent will only take you so far. Yeah. It's all right if you say you're a dope singer or you're a dope songwriter, yeah. but unless you invest the time, and not just minutes, every second, unless yeah. you invest the time to create or to practice the craft of what you do, then you won't be nearly as good as you believe you can be yeah. like the potential will just dwindle away like yeah. a candle in the wind um a and so you have to, in the wind. yeah exactly exactly yeah. and so like it's it's um and so he was kind of instrumental in um just disciplining you basically so yeah just beating you into beating me into musical shape into discipline to an extent <laughs> Because you, like you're you are full of energy, bruv. Yeah. And I remember speaking to your manager, who's a good friend of mine, Nikki. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she, I don't know when she came on board um, as management. I have no idea. But she, them not used to say I was quite hyperactive. But yeah. then I met you, and I just felt I just felt like an OAP man. <laughs> I, d- I don't know. And and I've I mean I've known you for a few years now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I first met you, I think you were a lot more hyper than you are now. Now you seem to be a little bit more controlled. It, you let it out in bursts, yeah, and then you kind of control it. Do you know? I, was I, was Ruben and Nikki have them two helped you kind of? Do you know what Ruben 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 didn't help me calm down. Yeah, Ruben was always the guy that was like, do so whatever you want behind the mic. Not about me. It's, it's so odd. <laughs> okay, incisive. Sorry. Yeah, yeah incisive. Yeah. Incisive was always the one who, t- who told me like, yo. Just, just do do you behind the mic, and yeah. he would always give me suggestions and be like, "Yo, sing softer, or sing this here, or try this melody." And but nine times out of ten, yeah, he'd be like, "Yo, just do, just be, just just write, yeah, whatever's there, and then get yeah. down on wax, and then we'll, you know, do whatever we want afterwards." And um, so I that's how found, the whole process works. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you it don't necessarily like plan it out. You just press nah, record just, and in the moment. Of course, of course. You come up with a melody you or you, you may have recorded a melody from before. Or we may have made a beat from before that we didn't use and then six months down the line be like, yeah. yo, this tune is actually heavy. Oh, serious. So it, it happens so all the time. Like, So you're constantly pulling from the archive as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. Like we, we wrote a song called Where Is He in like 2009, 2010. A yeah. guy called T1 produced that. And um, yeah. about two years later, he listened to the tune and he was like, yo, why have we not finished this yet? Get out of here. We re-recorded yeah, like yeah, yeah. everything, shot a video for it, and it was one of the lead singles for his mixtape and did did like a lot for, for his career, getting him like performance stages in Carnival and a lot of different shows around London. So it's like it it's um it 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 there's no again, there's no formula, there's no particular way. It just that song's dope, let's work on it. Yeah. Or that song's crap, let's park it for now at least. Park it. Yeah. So like freeze it. Yeah, let's freeze it. Let's freeze it and bring it out later on. Yeah. So, yeah. so any of the I mean, stuff that you a, do now, right, that you don't necessarily like, you don't say, you know what, this is shit. Delete, eradicate, and no, move on. Never. You always archive. You I always, always archive. It. I always. And how I often, never delete. I never really? like it's your why? hard drives, bruv. It's not that large. Really? It isn't that. It, but you've been recording like near enough. It's fat. But like it's, it's so big. It's fat. It's, it's the, so but the big. thing is, it's like so big. The girth of my hard drive is stupid, and the reason why is because um, it's it's um, what's the word? Like, how do you even go through those takes? Here's how often is. do you revisit it? That's it varies all the time. It varies yeah. all the time. So, so the, what it is is like you you never know. As as a, as a is that recording all right? Yeah, yeah, that's recording. Oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna eat some croissant. Carry <laughs> as um. As a singer, songwriter, and producer, you never know what idea is is dope because the only opinion you have is yours. Yeah, you only have the 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 you only have your own opinion. And so, when you play it to someone else, they may give you an opinion that would help you yeah. create the song. They'll yeah. either give you a good opinion on the yeah. song or they give you a bad opinion on yeah. the song. Does and it whatever, matter what they say? 
Sometimes it does because you're not just making music for yourself. You're making music to move people. But as an artist, isn't it just about what's internally inside you that no, needs to come out to the world? No, it's not just and what's about inside. Is it not? At all. At all. Like that's that's selfish songwriting. Right, but that's I thought I thought I mean don't don't get me wrong. There yeah. are songs that I would make that yeah. that I just write. Like I don't think I just mm. I just so a song called Just Wanna See You, like I I just wrote. Like I didn't think about um rhyming patterns as such. I didn't really think about how catchy the melodical structure was. Mm. Like it's it's a conversational song. Yeah. It's not like um it's not as like repetitive like that it's like uh, I could laugh at other unfunny jokes for minutes and hours and days and like it's it's for me for me it um that could be argue, that someone could argue that that is a conversational song or rather that is a selfish song um why is it selfish because, because you're not thinking about because in at that moment you're not necessarily thinking about um whether or not it could provide for the soundtrack for a drive home or background music for um, someone washing their dishes and just but jamming. if I listened to that song and I related to it and something in my course, life was similar this is the then thing. This you've is the thing. touched me right which yeah. makes it selfless I have I have touched you and yeah in, in, in theory it does make well, it selfless musically I'm not, yeah it, wow. it, I, I've, I've still made the song selfless but yes. my I guess my point is that there are different songs for different purposes mm. so it's not as if to say I would consciously say okay cool I'm going to make a dance song now like if I'm in that mood then I'll I'd set up the bass drum for a four to the floor kind of rhythm and then put my claps where they need to be yeah. and then start riffing and seeing what makes me move and seeing what makes me dance sort of thing. Whereas if if I have something on my mind that needs to get written down on paper yeah. that's pretty introspective and pretty um, moody, then yeah, I'd whatever comes out would come out in that particular moment in time. You know, it's not, it's not, um, it's pretty much just like that. Okay, what? What's your plan with all this, bro? What's my plan? What's your plan with all of this? It's a simple plan. As a musician that records and performs, do you have a plan? Do you have a time plan? Do you reverse engineer from a certain date? Or are you just making stuff and putting it out there and being happy and singing? Um, it varies all the time. Every day. Every, every it, it changes. It, change, it changes all the time. Yeah, and I say this because there's a lot of things that have happened in my life so far that I couldn't believe would have happened in a million years. Yeah, getting a top ten with a UK-based rapper. Congratulations, man! Um, that like, was be- to, to hear your voice on the radio made me so that, happy. It's like you I have, shared. Listen, I filmed myself. Yeah, yeah. it means a lot. Watching, me. watching yeah. my own music because it's it's people need to know how much of a thing, how big of a deal this means yeah. to me. Do you know what I mean? Um, touring with. Um, Arguably one of the greatest producers of all time, or pair of producers of all time, the Basement Jacks, as well as being on their latest. Like it, even as I'm saying this, yeah, it doesn't like sink in. It doesn't sink in. It doesn't sink in at all. Um, but and because of these things, like it's not. I, I, I do say okay, cool. In the next three years, um, I'd like to be. Um, Midway through a tour, like my second album or first album. Your own tour. My own tour and the second album, first album, where I'd be doing a few festivals and doing a few stages here, as well as producing and executive producing mm. a myriad of different projects. Yeah. But I'm already doing that. And so it's like, yeah. okay, um, I still want to do that. I don't want to change anything. Um, I do have dreams of acting, which I have pursued yeah. and which I have been lucky enough to be able to do with other people. Um, Are you trained? Um, no, 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 no. This is this is just like um, is this serious acting or you acting a fool? Which you do on a daily basis both, on Instagram? Isn't it? Both. It's it's, def- right. it's definitely both. <laughs> yeah. And I t- I take acting a fool very very seriously. Yeah, no real talk. So do, do I. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, coming from a comedy background as well. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's innately part of my DNA. Of course, mm. and it has to be part of your DNA in order for people to take it seriously. Yeah. I was do you born know what a I mean? fool, and I'll die a You were born a fool idiot. and die a fool. Do you mm. know how much of an intelligent statement that is? Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I only say this because um, because acting a fool is the closest to to um, um, to getting in touch with my creative inner child as possible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. To, to just to just doing and being and creating something like that's like I don't have to think, I just do. Yeah. And when I act a fool, I don't filter anything. This is this I just is it. act. Yeah. 
fucking stupid. Yeah, this is the beauty with doing when I used to do stand up as well. I mean, I revisit it sometimes. I may get into it later on. Is but mm. it's a liberating thing when you can go on stage um, and you can act a fool and you're not worried about whether people laugh at you or not. Mm. You can let all barriers go. Yeah. No pretenses. Yeah. No ego. Just I'm an idiot. That is it. Yeah. I get off the stage. I think it's the most liberating thing. <laughs> Seriously, man. Yeah, really, no, I, really, I can imagine. I can yeah. imagine. Like it's 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 um like I'd, I'd have, you grow um, confidence as well after that because a lot of things don't matter. People's opinions I was just gonna of say you that don't necessarily matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. after a while. Like you, you, you begin to think that like even even the way in which you dress or mm. how you go outside or the yeah. the amount of emphasis that you put on, um, I don't know. Maybe as something as as um, anal was matching clothes or matching color with clothes or um, like the way in which you act around particular groups of people yeah. or how you think you should act around yeah. particular groups of people and what the status quo is for your yeah. behaviour in front of people yeah. like at times I find myself throwing them out the window just to see what would happen yeah. if I asked yeah. if I asked let's like, just fuck this scenario let's fuck second. it up let's, yeah. let's, 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 let's do something that you don't believe should be done should be done because I think it's fine genuinely yeah let's is, test is your it, reaction is, is outside it, of the norm yeah exactly exactly so yeah, it's it's um it's and I take that very seriously. Um and um yeah, again, just tying into the acting thing and the, the, the goals thing, like it's my main thing is to to um to keep building the amount of people who know about my music. Yeah. To keep collaborating with as many people as possible and to try my best to make um timeless music yeah. with as many talented as pe- people as possible. And I say as many, I don't wanna limit it, I just wanna Yeah. Um, make um, irrespective of how long the song takes I just want to let's jump into the studio spend two or three days and see what comes out and if we have an EP or an album or one song I'm happy with that as long as the people can hear it and our life can be changed I I think you're I mean you're doing that and I think the more you do it and then you take a step back and you look in hindsight you realise that you are achieving that plan Mm. do you do you think at the beginning or maybe you are now of your journey were you ever looking for acceptance from, yeah. let's say, who was it? Who were you looking for acceptance from? Many different people. Family, friends, yeah. musicians. The industry? Yeah, I guess. As open as that statement is, the industry. It, it, this is the thing. Mm. Like, it's, it's, what does the industry mean? For, I, guess, I guess, yeah, I wanted, I wanted um, acceptance from my musical peers, but as time went on, I kind of... <laughs> I kind of lost all of it. <laughs> I just <laughs> what? what? Did he stop respecting you? No, 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 no. It's, yeah, it's, it's like that it's, need for acceptance. Yeah, it's it's kind of it just diminished. <laughs> like, um, and that's one of the beautiful it's a things beautiful about working place with to be. Though, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. and and I say it's one of the beautiful things of working with the people who I work with, like my manager who I was telling you about. Because I mean, there's always times where we have creative differences and arguments about what line I should put here or different things like that. But ultimately. I go into the studio. I wake up in the morning. I write what's from my head or my heart or what. Is this before I you of. brush your teeth? Before I brush my teeth, I wake <laughs> up in the morning and. So you write the lyrics with stink breath every I wa- morning. Of course. Who else is there? Who, Even who if do I you have to- had company, if I had you company, don't have obviously to it's a different that. thing. Ah. If I had company, it's a different thing. Then you just wouldn't brush your teeth at all. <laughs> I would. I would. I would back as many as many triple X tree ball mints as yeah. possible. Yeah, yeah. That's a good toothbrush replacement, though, right? No, it's not. Ah, it's not. It's, it's not sorry. because it's kind of it contrary isn't. to what toothbrushes and toothpaste is meant to do for your teeth, which is eradicate cavities. Ah, and plaque. Ah, that's what that's for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah. No, of course. But I mean, obviously, I've just helped you out in life and things. So, bruv, you always help me out in life. So, there, no real talk. I don't think there's been a day that I have met you and not gained some sort of life-changing information. Do you know what that like, I've acted on and changed my life? Likewise, I say better. I say this and everyone's going to think that we're just sucking each other's dicks, but it's it's yeah. like it's That um, would be terrible. That would be terrible. It would I'd be cry. uncomfortable for people to hear. I'd cry. I I wouldn't There's a, would there'll be tears in my eyes. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you after there definitely be tears in my eyes. Okay, I, cool. Cuz I'd have to go in. So like yeah. the the uh, yeah. the 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 thing that <clears throat> Done though, obviously. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just coughing up croissant. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, but in 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 short, like for for me, it's like um, we're talking about um, the when we when we see each other. I think I think it's when an energy thing. 
I think because I know how you're wired and I've watched your journey, every time I do see you, I know that I'm going to gain something from this. I don't think you have to say anything, bro. All we have to do is like the other day we went out roller skating just to be jamming around each other. That was fun though. That was so much fun. That was There's fun. Just, that was fun. And, and some people might think it's ridiculous cheesy, cheesy, but whatever, man. This is, yeah. this is my truth, right? There is an optimistic and uplifting energy about you. Yeah. And I'd like to think that I exuberate the same thing. Exuberate, yeah, yeah, no, is that talk, even a word? Exuberate, is that a word? Ex- ex- exuberance. Exuberate. I think there's a verb in there somewhere. A verb. I think there's a verb to mm. exuberate. Okay. I think there's a verb. Go on, I'm, I'm sure. going to eat some coffee. But like, bro, yam your croissant. But like, I feel like, I feel like it's, um, it's important to be around people like that. And that's why I mentioned my manager, Nikki. Like mm. people who, who are, um. Nikki's a hard ass, man. No, but here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. She's compatible mm. with everything that I do yeah. as a musician. So like. She scares me. She scares you. Why does yeah. Nikki scare you? <laughs> <laughs> because Nikki, like, I've worked with Nikki before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's obviously listening to, listening to this right now. Um, she's a <laughs> get shit done bitch, yes. which I am, but not a bitch, obviously. Um, I was gonna say, that's, yeah. That's well, I have been somebody. Her, her boyfriend bitch is gonna come after back you. Back in Day. And, and <laughs> but that was way back in Day. <laughs> no, but go on, go on. She's 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 very let's get yeah, this yeah. done sort of thing. Yeah, she's she's let's get this done. Um, and she knows the rules and regs, and she knows all the legislations coming from a lawyer background. So, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, she just, I guess it's a great thing, I think, for you to be working with her. Because no, you're on, on this side, you're this crazy out there artist that has no rules, lives in the moment, and is just a madman creating art. Yeah. And then she's there <laughs> stressing to try to keep it all in line and keep it moving <laughs> forward and help you build upwards rather than build outwards. Sideways, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's a great combo, man. And, and, I, and I, I'm so scared. I'm echoing, I'm echoing this. You should be. And I'm echoing this because. Um, Again, like it's 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 so important to have someone who who understands what you like, not understands what they believe you are capable of, but more more so understanding um, what you like doing when you go into the studio, like alongside what you're capable of. Because because if they don't, then it, it to get the wrong understanding of an artist or what they're capable of doing is like getting the wrong understanding of a child during upbringing or child like during. Um, the time when he's going to school or something because then it means that you're um, kind of pushing them into things that they don't want to do and they develop resentment towards you and th- that that happens with relationships in general um, including the artist and manager relationship and so yeah it's it's, it's dope working with that um, family friend from from, from way back mm. um, someone who understands my culture based on um, where she comes from the Caribbean and yeah. and um and understanding um, the state of music that we're in, yeah. not just like business-wise, but also just just creative-wise and music-wise. So it's, it's a real dope experience being with her. While working with <coughs> Nikki as your manager, but while working with a manager, do you, when it comes to planning out, let's say the next year or the future, mm. do does one person lead? Do you say, Nikki, within two years, I want to be able to do this? Or does, or does she say, Shaka, I think you should do this? How Very does all that- the time. Very it time. varies. Yeah, because we both have ideas to, to put into the mix. So like you say, like it's it's good to have someone who can see the bigger picture rather than someone who just wants to do stuff without any particular plan. And so what that happens is when we have meetings, it's always like an idea of, okay, cool. Um, this year you've you've um, you've done this tour, you've done this show. Now that you've seen which which kind of shows or stages you've performed with or different artists you've collaborated with, like what do you, do you think is... Because it sounds like it's time for another project. It sounds like it's time for another song, or it's time it's time for like I don't know, just a myriad of different things that you'd like to do. And even aside from numbers, this is just like creatively what you'd like to do. And then we would talk about like um, the numbers and how to get there and the different places and okay. stuff. So it's it's not um, yeah. We always we always do talk about the business stuff, but it's more so about like the grand master plan of of. Of where do you see yourself? Like, what what is your what is the grandmaster plan? Um, again, just to to have to have timeless pieces of work, to have many timeless pieces of work. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd ideally, it would be dope to to own my own um, creative company. I don't know whether or not that's a label or whether or not that's a um, yeah, like a um, recording studio or something like that, or a recording studio or or a, or a, or a complex like. Like the way Steve Jobs has Disney and Pixar, like okay. it's it's just like creative Sh- people are just there to make and share ideas. Shaka be it world, music. Shaka world sounds Shaka very world. cheesy, yeah. but like just just different things that yeah. could like 
I want to come to Shaka World, man. Shaka World would be dope. It would be I so mean, good. The tribe is kind of like the um, the the inception, I guess. Like a group yeah. of people who don't know where they fit, but just you know, yeah. exist and you know, just accept each other as different sort of thing. Real talk. Do you find that the the majority of your fans are similar to you? Like I'm sure you've got, got to, I'm sure you've met a few of them. Yeah, yeah, I've um, I've met be, a lot. Of them. I yeah, the reason why I am a massive fan of you isn't just because your music moves me, but it's because of what you stand for. Mm. Um I've listened to your early mixtapes and the messages that you were given out, some of them were of frustration uh, of an arti- artist's frustration and someone like me as a creative as an artist that has been mm. going out doing my own thing mm. from since I can remember, I um I share a lot of the points points of views, and so I bought into you, man, and, mm. and your message. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find that a lot of your fans are up and coming artists themselves, people out there doing them, doing their thing, or yeah, are they just it, music um, listeners? I don't know the numbers exactly, but I do know that there are definitely a lot of different artists, and a lot of them come up to me and 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 you know just um, we that, have conversations about yeah. Their, that their girl at skating knew you, didn't she? Yes, yes, yeah. she did. What'd she, she say to you? She she said she she likes my stuff. She likes my okay. music, and she's got like a few friends who who are like mad fans of me, sort of. Yeah, so groupies, not necessarily groupies, just mm. mad fans. <laughs> and this is and people tell me, <laughs> do people ask me this question all the time, yeah. like, yo, like, so what, what, what groupies? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, nah, like it it yeah. it's it's weird. I like I'd love to have that story. I'm a groupie. Shaka. You're a groupie. Yeah. Are you a groupie fan? Mm-hmm. I bought an extra pair of boxes to throw at you. Are they clean boxes though? No, it's a part of me, bro. Except me. I'm smiling clean boxes. I could have just bought them. I'm smiling behind the mic. Do you know so what I mean? Much. That's like taking your ex's pillow just to smell her, but it's a brand new pillow. I tell was you the what, same pillow I'll as your you ex. I tell you what. When I'm performing, I have a pair of tongs, right? And so when you throw them, just let me know you're about to throw them so I can catch them with the tongs. Tongs. I have to. I'll Is acknowledge that a way, West Indian-based way of saying thongs. No. That the tongue. No. Tongue. Oh, an actual hair tongue. Actual, actual tongues that people would use. To <laughs> you want to catch my boxes with a tongue? Yeah. Like, so I, in, I don't you think know I've, when you have school I don't dinners and you want to give ever too much sausages to the students, you'd use tongues and all the Disrespected all harder. No, but here, here's what it is. Here's what it is. I need to keep those boxes in pristine condition. Hmm. And so in order so for So that when I make it, you can sell them. Exactly. That's, that's exactly you, bro. can start up Shaka World. No, Ruben. That's you. That's me. Damn. Have you have you always wanted to be a musician? All the time, since I was born. That, that sounds so cheesy, man. But it's true. It is true. I can't, since I, can't I was lie. born, you came lie. out. I mean, as there a were child. definitely times where I wanted to be a Power Ranger, and there were other oh. times where I wanted to be Will Smith because mm. he was he was he was. No, he is. He had no, but when he had tunes, aside from his, aside from his Independence Day debut, like when he had tunes, his music, his music, his Will, Will Smith's music Yo, moved. Shaka. The Fresh Prince and. Will Smith, like it was Jazzy Jeff, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. <laughs> Fresh Prince and Will the, Smith. I tell you why. You're I'll so on him. You want him doubled. I tell you why because, God. like, as because <coughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a massive fan of rap music. I'm a massive fan of hip hop. I've grown up on that. My brother used to give yeah. me so many different albums. And so, um, but one thing I did notice was that it was there was a lot of aggressive hip hop that naturally, whilst my brother gradu- um, gravitated towards, yeah. like. I guess at the age that I was, when I was listening to hip-hop music, I wanted something fun. I wanted something, you know, that I could just dance to. And you had um, intelligent, like KRS once said, you had intelligent rappers and you had party rappers. Will Smith was a party rapper. He had intelligent lyrics, but his main aim was to make people enjoy themselves in a club or in a party or whatever. And um, I don't know what his, like, um, audience was. Um, I definitely understand and know that a lot of people said that his hip-hop was cheesy, but at the core of it, he just wanted to have fun and he made it look as cool and as, as hilarious and as dope as possible in his own charming boy next door kind of way. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and there was a part of me that gravitated towards that because as, as many people know and as my fans know, like I'm not, I'm not the road man, but I'm the road man family. And so <laughs> when it comes oh, to... Road man family. Road man family. I am... I, I'm, yeah. It's part of my culture. It's yeah. still part of my being. Like I, I, I grew up with a myriad of different people who... who, who um, who lived the road life? So you, I grew up with a little. Serious. Gen, I'm, so I'm calling part, it that because I, yeah, but I, no, I grew up with a, little, a bunch of different people who who didn't live the road life, who lived like a very 
like upper class life like Notting Hill is the the, yeah. the cosmopolitan area where you Notting meet Notting Hill Road man Notting Hill Road man like yeah. and robbing us in suits <laughs> and like and so for me it's like it's it's um to see that hip hop can be represented that way was pretty dope and then to see charisma in embodied in that way is is, is something that I definitely gravitated towards and so when I go on stage like I try to um like the way in which I connect with the crowd and the way in which I perform to the crowd is is um yeah i guess i guess there's a lot of will <laughs> a yeah lot of no there is there. you're 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 an inclusive performer it isn't the stage and the audience it is when you come on stage you are that bridge between the audience and the performer and everybody is family yeah it's like what you said with the tribe it's like Oh, thanks for letting me host your gig, by the way, bro. Listen, no, real talk. Like, I've been hosting done. stages for years and I have never had more fun <laughs> in my life. I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's because the people that come to see you might buy into my sense of humour. I have no idea, yeah, but yeah, bro, yeah. that was so much fun, man. And we were never on a stage at the same time. We weren't, we weren't. There was this that. is some bullshit. I know. Is I Nikki know. keeping you, you away you from t- me? No, it's not even that. For me, oh. um, I, I, I don't know. I just wanted there to be, because especially for that time, like that, the... There was like a, a bunch of new music that I want to show and I want to make sure that they got it in the right way. And so I wanted to I wanted there to be like a beginning, a middle and an end. I didn't want there to be I didn't want to be present around any time before that. I wanted them to come to hear the music in its entirety without any interruption, without any watering down. And that included how much of how much they saw me beforehand, you know what I mean? It's just it's just Yeah. And it's it's a very important thing. Like it's and it sounds very cheesy and very raw. Shaka doesn't want people to see him beforehand, but like it, 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 when I don't see, um, like one of my favorite artists come on stage beforehand and they go from start to finish, um, from the greatest song to another dope song to another dope song to the end of the song whilst talking between, it feels like, it feels like I stepped into their world, and so I better, like, I don't know, just enjoy that moment for as much as I can. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it. it I better like pay attention to exactly what's going to be going on because it won't be there for long. Yeah. Like that, 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 that idea, that ethos of, of, you know, just, just enjoying that moment is, is, was very important. I still love you though. You know, thanks bruv. Like, even if you didn't love me, that's none of my business. Your opinion of me is none of my business. Um, but I will always love you. I think that hard exterior ain't going to help you in life. <laughs> no, maybe you're right, man. But you know, man's from the ends. <laughs> Say that again? And you know, man's from the ends, isn't it? Which part of the end? Man from the dirtiest, dirtiest piece of ends. The dirtiest piece of ends. The dirtiest pe- piece of ends. Elaborate. It's um, it's a back road in Stratford, East London. That's where I'm from, and I don't think this is a hard exterior. I think it's actually who I am. It's it's the acceptance that there are going to be times in life where people may not like me. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, but again, it's it's none of my. Bit. It would be nice if more people did like me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But it's 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 in what I was with what I was talking about about the um, um, trying to please someone because yeah. you always have like your relatives who you really like and yeah. musicians you really love who you want to please. But yeah, ultimately you kind of you can't like it's impossible to please everyone because everyone's different. Yeah. Um. So just do you. Yeah, as cheesy as that sounds, but it's, that but it's true. It's very, very it's true. It is very, very true. You have to, you have to do. You, yeah. you can't, you can't. You don't know how. You don't really know how to do everyone else, even if you're an actor. Yeah, like you have to interpret it. Some you, well, you interpret the performance in your way. It's yeah. like when you go for an audition, right? Yeah. If you try to be what they want you to be, it's. I'm, I'm guessing it's not going to work. But you got to kind of do you. I don't know. How you. How you would do the character. Yeah, yeah, well, I yeah, yeah, in, yeah, of course. I, of course. I heard that, I heard that in an it interview with but, Vince Vaughn and I'm just trying to sound But it is true. It is true. Like it's it's um there was like an interview with um what's his name? I forgot who it was. Like Michael Jackson did um he did bad, mm. obviously, and he had like a a film, mm. uh, a feature length film based on that and was directed by Martin Scorsese. And Wesley Snipes was picked to play um uh one of the youths in that in that piece. Um, and when Wesley was talking about it like when he was talking about the, the interview that he had or rather the when he was auditioning for the part he noticed that a lot of people who went before and after him were like stereotypically gangsters and kicking words like Jack and Yo and stuff like that and it just didn't really ring true to who he thought was mm. definitely on the road at that time and yeah. So, so yeah like I feel like your own spin on things definitely helps and it helps to have a sense of identity ah identity 
talking of identity, is Shaka the performer and Shaka Malcolm Phillip two different people? <laughs> um, nine times out of ten, they're not that different. <laughs> I, I agree. Like it's 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 um. I agree. Yeah, you're performing when no one's around. Yeah, genuinely. Like it's it's this is this is genuinely who I am. Like I mean, like if there are definitely times where, because I produce obviously as well. So if I'm producing, I won't be talking or saying anything. I'll just be like zoned out into the computer, like like a zombie watching video after video after video on YouTube or something. But like, um, yeah, when I'm recording or when I'm performing or when I'm collaborating, I'm the same guy that I am on stage you know I don't really I don't really see that much of a difference with being on stage and being in the studio I have preferences every now and then but nah it's it's all the same to me it's all just making music okay and what's going on now at the moment yeah other than the fact that you're watching me like wipe crumbs off my lips in, I wasn't in, really in, watching you do that did you mm, think I was watching you do that I hope you were you hope I, I was I find it quite sexy okay um I I um um I um now I can't think about anything else apart from crumbs on my lips. I didn't necessarily say on your lips. Uh, I just said crumbs. And I just go for what I want. I, in life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing, but like um, I've got a single out. The single's called "When Will I See You Again," um, and um, it's actually it will be available on, on October the nineteenth, two thousand fourteen, depending on whether AD. AD. Just be mad precise. If you're <laughs> precise. <laughs> um, and um, it's uh, uh, that's the current single that I'm promoting at the moment. And I've got like um, a bunch of songs that I'm getting ready to put out. We've already shot the video for this. Nice. We're about to shoot the video for the next one. Is that for an EP or an album? Or um, do you know what? It is for another project. It is definitely for another project. Whether or not it's an album or an EP, I'm not sure. But I do know that a lot of my fans are asking for an album or like a long, like, escapist project. So when I come up with a dope idea, I'll definitely put it all together. See. Or if there is like a, a, th- a theme or a thread going through all these other songs that I put out, then yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make a compilation. Um, as a, I'm messing, not really a compilation, but definitely like a cohesive body of work. All right, before I leave you, because um, you got a session probably. I'm uh, guessing you do. It's been postponed actually. Oh, because of me? Text. No, 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 no. Because um, a long story, I got a text from... Um, the producer that I'm working with mm. and um, he just wants to postpone it for a little bit longer so okay. we got time um, what have you learned on your journey doing you that you could have never been taught mm. <laughs> honestly mm. um, I've learned that everyone's scared and I say this um, because um the most times where I find that I'm nervous when I'm about nervous when I'm about to do something that I really want to do is when I'm in front of people who I really admire. So my brothers Because like, you hold their opinion in high regard. I hold their opinion in high regard. So my family, my um uh the artists who I work with like Retch or like the Jacks or Vula or anyone who I highly admire and um or different artists that I work with and um and I feel like um when when um the thing that i've learned is that everyone else is human as well and everyone else has reservations of their own opinions because they too have people who um they want to impress and then they also have people who they care how much of an effect they have on that particular person so you would care how much of an effect you have on me or you care how you are perceived um in front of me and so it would make you act a certain way based on Mm. certain circumstances and um what I realized is when I come up with ideas um, and for example, if I'm in a rehearsal in a studio and I'm coming up with ideas and I, re- and I don't get shut down um, or I don't get the high, the whole, oh, I've done that before. Like, let's, don't worry about it. I'll do everything. Like when, when people acknowledge you for the creative input that you have is when you truly like begin to accept or have more confidence and more faith in you as yourself as a creative person Mm. um and so like doing me has helped me realize that we are all equal if that makes sense yeah like in in the most non-cheesiest but definitely honest way possible like this 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 thing that we do this music thing that we do like everyone it's all coming from like one brain it's all coming from someone's heart it's all coming from someone's idea and then it snowballs into a big one 
um, and everyone's got a part to play and everyone has a right to contribute to it sort of thing mm. um, and if you don't do that then you have nothing so if you, you have do, if you don't do what if you don't do you yeah then you have nothing if you don't contribute if you don't make anything if you don't um, collaborate if you don't work with anyone then you genuinely have nothing you're just going through life based Waiting on the creation of others Waiting to die, that's probably a very, very dark term that I would choose to use. <laughs> yeah. But I would say that yeah. you, you are you are you are living your life like kind of in with, mediocrity. In the, not even mediocrity, just in, in nothingness. Without something without your own form of expression, without yeah. like, without a proper acknowledgement of your existence, apart yeah. from the fact that you are alive. Do you know what I mean? And mm. so yeah, doing you is very important. And it's helped me realise that everyone's human and everyone's got like a part to play yeah. and a right to create. I know I said that was the last question, right? But um, something's just popped to mind. You see, see the first time you performed live singing. Can you remember it? Were you shitting it? For myself, for, for my own gig. Last time I performed live. The first time I performed live. How about the first time you performed live since you started recording songs as an artist? So I'm guessing you put them out online yeah, yeah. first, right? And yeah, then someone said, you know what? Can you perform that? Yeah, yeah, How yeah. How was yeah. that day? That day, I forgot my lyrics. Shit, of the own songs that you wrote. My own song that I wrote. So there's Fear a song, is a bitch. Isn't it? Uh, there's a song that I wrote called Talk To Me. Yeah. And um, it, was, it was for um, an EP that I made called Foolishness Volume 1 in 2003. Right. And um, uh, I was uh, 19, 20 when I put it out. Um, and, and before I put it out, I was attending um, a youth centre, which also Incisive was attending. Like He was managing a, the music studio there. And he was like, yo, this song's dope. You've got a talent show coming up. Do yeah. you want to sing for it? I think I was like 17, 18 at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I didn't have a second verse. I just had the first verse, of chorus, and nothing else. <laughs> and you said you will do it, yeah. I said I'll do it. I had to yeah. be, I had everything because I made it be myself. And Gotta be a yes, man. And yeah, you've you got to be a yes, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why I said yes, I'll do it. But yeah, yeah, I did it. And I mumbled through like the first verse. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I remember getting on the stage. It wasn't even the stage; it was just the floor, and then there was plastic chairs in front of me, and people yeah. sitting in plastic chairs, and like people were walking past, and they'd notice, and they'd stop, and more people congregating. I was like, okay, cool, people actually like my voice. But when I started the song, it was like, is it because I consistently for the first days? Oh no! Tell me, is it because when we're on the first days? No, no, to do the conversation. You just hit home the big words. The big words. The big words. Drunk, drunk people in clubs. I hoped for the best. I hoped so unsexy. But it was dope because, like, after I did it, yeah, I could actually laugh about it. Yeah, and I didn't realize I could laugh about something like that. Yeah. And it kind of made me feel more comfortable with doing something on stage. Yeah. And so I, I thought less about <coughs> what people thought about me mm. and less about the lyrics. And I just let my mind remember it. You know, yeah. I gave my mind time to be able to do stuff. Yeah. That's like the first time I ever got on stage to host a live event. Yeah. Like there was a massive anxiety before for weeks, down to days, down to hours. But the second I got on and I got my first laugh, this was hosting as opposed to stand up, right? Yeah. So before stand up. Yeah. And. I was just interacting with that crowd that day for three hours non-stop, right? Mm-hmm. And I went home that night and I was like, Rubes, you are not the same person that you were <laughs> before. You have now got this new power, this new skill. It's true. And how far can you push it? And my life's been a constant um, upgrade since then. I've always said, okay, if I can do that, can I do this? Can I do that? Mm-hmm. And for the most part, when I do try something, I found out that it was nowhere near as hard or nowhere near as scary as you initially think. Because nowhere fear near. is just projecting nonsense nonsense into your head nonsense and and the other thing that fear does it kind of amalgamates every possible um thing that could go wrong <laughs> and so all you're thinking Places about is all of those in front of you all of those and doubles them and then and doubles them. you in your face and it's it. like it's you are your own worst fear monger like yeah. you, you 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 um you're conjure because it's not comfortable to do something you ain't never done before yeah and if if you threaten your comfort zone, your mind's gonna be like, hey, 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 yeah, yeah, hey! Yeah. What are you picking up that mic for, blood? What, what what are you picking up that mic for, blood? Like you 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 don't do this, bruv. Bruv, there's people in front of you, bruv. And you're like, there's only four people there. But bruv, that's four opinions, bruv. Four whole opinions, and each of those four opinions know four other friends. Like, come on now, let's not do this. And it just plays tricks on you that it doesn't need to doesn't need to play. Um. But yeah, it's um. 
It's necessary to trust yourself. It's necessary yeah. to just. So you're not anxious before stage time now. I always am anxious about stage time. Yeah, I'm always. Anxious if about you stage weren't, time. does that mean you don't care? I don't know. I I've never not. I've never not been anxious when I've been. I mean, confident, to be fair, it, it varies. So shit. It varies all the time. It, it, it varies all the time. The anxiety is definitely there. Mm. The amount of anxiety would, excuse me, would vary. Yeah. That's a beautiful hint, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, I've just been. I've been up since. A very very early hour but like it, it varies depending on what you're doing mm. the gravity of the show and all that sort of stuff okay do you know what i mean so it's well listen man thank you very much for putting up with me bro for letting me come into tabernacle <laughs> and just raid eat croissants flake out the floor and just listen i'm i'm, I'm glad to be ask here. you about your life i'm glad to be here i'm yeah. glad to to have another catch-up because it's, it's it's been yeah. way too long it's been way too long bro well keep doing you man if I can help with anything shout me and we might have another one of these done in about two years time to talk about the progress <laughs> in two years I'm down I'm down yeah. for, for, for doing me in front of you one love yeah man in a bit in Adi Pum Pum find out what you're here to do and go and do that because before you know it, you're gonna be dead, aren't you? And you know that I know that you know it's the truth. Come on, get up, do you, please. Thank you.